where we talk about ideas that matter. I'm glad you've made the connection and are with us today. I'm Lori Fitz, your host. And the goal of our show is to explore a wide range of topics that challenge us to see ourselves, our community, and the world around us and get us connected and perhaps inspired or challenged to do just a bit more because we made the connection. Today, I have a wonderful co-host and uh, an amazing topic. Hannah Cometh is a communications manager for the Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association. And as we all know, Powderhorn Park this last year has gone through so many challenges. Health, economic, and social justice all have been part of the, the neighborhood challenges. But what survives and thrives is art. Art and community and activism go hand in hand, and we're very excited to be part of promoting and supporting the Powderhorn Art Fair. So, Hannah, thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, Lori. Thank you for having me. So, how many years has this been, Hannah? This is one of the longest-running art fairs, isn't it? It is, yeah. We are thrilled to be celebrating our 30th anniversary this year, um, so that's 30 years and thousands of artists and I mean hundreds of thousands of (laughs) art buyers connected. I love it. I love it. Now you are doing it a little differently this year. So tell us how the art fair is going to be celebrated. Yes, we are virtual this year. So um, we started, you know, planning the art fair and we had to make a call if you're going to be virtual or in person And we ended up making that call to be virtual. We decided that having a show for artists would be better than having to cancel. So um, we're virtual this year and look forward to being back in the park in 2022. But as you mentioned, there's a lot of artists that are going to be involved. You've got over 100 juried artists, don't you? We have this year we have over 60 juried artists. Um, They're exhibitors from all across the nation and locally here in Powderhorn. And there's over 1,500 pieces of artwork that will be for sale on our website. You can shop with all of those artists in one place, spanning 20 mediums, just a great, um, like, vibrant and diverse selection of artwork. We're really excited. So people can take a look at the art ahead of time, but they can't start bidding until Saturday, August 7th at 8 a.m. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. So Saturday at 8 a.m., the the shop will open so people can actually check out and purchase the art. Um, starting next week, by the end of the day on Monday, we'll have a preview live. So folks can go over and look through all of the artwork um, that is going to be for sale and kind of like browse and make your shopping list. It's the perfect activity for like a morning with coffee or uh-huh. evening with wine, whatever you <laughs> <laughs> Or both. Start with coffee. Yes, and both, with wine. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So over this last year, Hannah, you've been working, doing deep community work in, in the neighborhood and um, as a communications manager, I'm sure there's been challenges that you've been facing and, and working through. Through it all, how have you seen art being part of the healing process and, and heart, art being, um, you know, how people have dealt with the challenges this last year, how, how, it's, how art has helped to make meaning? Yeah, Powderhorn is sort of iconically artistic and eclectic community. And I think, I mean, just driving through the neighborhood, definitely walking through the neighborhood, you can see that come to life through the visual art that's on the street, um, through interacting with community members. And I think 
visual art has this unique ability to tell a story that is interpreted by the person experiencing it. Um, but there's still this like thread of understanding between everyone that's experiencing that artwork. Um, if that makes sense. So Absolutely. With everything that has been going on in our community, I mean, spanning all of these different topics, you see this art coming to life and it can bring, you know, change and transformation and healing. And there's just so much importance there. Tell me about art and activism. I know that you'd mentioned that to me earlier, how important they, they play a role in supporting each other. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, the intersection between art and activism, I think, and, you know, looking at Paderhorn as an example, some of that visual art I was touching on earlier, I mean, it can really bring to light issues that folks might not think about, and it might do so in such a way that gets around people's defenses. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they're experiencing something, just walking up on it, a mural or some other art installation, there might be something there that speaks to them about an issue that they hadn't been able to hear about before, but they can in that moment by themselves looking at this piece. Um, And so it's just one of the unique ways that art and activism intersect. There are so many. And it's just, I mean, we've seen throughout the last two years how important um, that intersection is and to just keep nurturing it and fostering it. Has there been a piece that just struck you during these last couple of years that you think about in terms of an, an art piece that you had kind of an aha moment or something moved you that, that you can share about what that piece of art was and, and, and how that helped you get a, a better understanding of either a policy, an issue or a challenge or just, you know, made you smile. What, what piece of art would you say from, and it might even be a piece of art that you have in your, your Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association, because I know that you, you all do such a beautiful job in, in promoting art, even in your office. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So there are so many over the last year, two years. I would have to say for me um, personally, the first thing that comes to mind is there was this mural painted of George Wood's daughter and just with that quote about how her dad changed the world. I remember and that piece. That, that is a, a powerful mom, piece. Oh, yes. man. <laughs> just tearing up thinking about it, you know, and just how um, how moving that is. And how f- filled with hope that is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Filled with hope and just uh, really looking at our actions and our policies as a society, our culture, and all the ways that we have the opportunity to do better. So, Well, when you think yeah. about it, it's in the Potterhorn Park neighborhood that, that suffered the loss of George Floyd. But it, it was also the center of what is, is helping to change the world. Um, a recognition. And and the first thing that I think of is right soon after George Floyd passed, what came out of the neighborhood was a piece of art that represented mm-hmm. and and it, it caught the imagination I think of the world to go wait what is happening why is this happening um, and his daughters you know and, and even his discussion her discussion with um, our president with, with Joe Biden about you know yeah and to have that that voice within her 
that knows that her daddy and that pride that knows that her daddy changed the world. Um, that's all. Yeah. That's all right there uh, in Powderhorn Park, uh, expressing not only to Powderhorn Park, to Minneapolis, to the Twin Cities, to Minnesota, but, you know, to the world. And and part of that, I believe, in healing and art is supporting those artists and uh, being able to yes. give back to the community as the community that has most uh, been impacted by health inequities, economic inequities, and uh, social justice inequities, all those things, um, there's still art and hope. And how do we invest in that? And and what I want to encourage um, our Connections audience to be thinking about is you can make a difference in supporting these artists. Um, you can be part of the healing by providing support to the art fair, which uh, helps to support activities in the Powderhorn Park area. It's um, done in community with the Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association. And by investing in arts, you're really investing in the community. And you can be part of uh, the healing. And and so often I hear people say to me, what can I do? You know, what, what should I do? I don't know what to do. Buy art. Uh, by art, by the people that are making meaning out of it, I think is is something important to consider. And you can do that by going to uh, their website. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> there's two websites that I want you to be knowing about. Um, the Parterhorn Park Neighborhood Association um, is ppna.org. And that can be an easy one to remember. Uh, ppna.org. That tells really about the work you do. And, and before, before we go to break, can you just share a little bit about what the Neighborhood Association is all about as well, Hannah? Yes, absolutely. So PPNA, Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association, is a 41-year-old small nonprofit, and we serve Powderhorn Park neighborhood in Minneapolis, as well as kind of the surrounding area. A lot of our programming and things we do touch on that. Um, we look for ways to build connections and share relevant community information, and we partner with a lot of other coalitions and organizations to try to make positive impacts that are driven by the community within the community. So that's sort of the, the short piece about what we do. But yeah, if folks visit ppna.org, you'll be able to learn about us, and it's real easy to go over to powderhornartfair.com from our website. But people can also go to Powderhorn uh, Powderhorn Art Fair. Is that correct? Is that the um, yes. the website? Yep. And that'll take you directly to it, and it'll show mm -hmm. artists. You can see uh, not all the artists are up, but a lot of the artists are up. Um, take a look at their art and know that on next Saturday at 8 a.m., uh, you can start buying the art and um, you can ramp up to it in, in taking a look and there'll be various more artists being added. And you said there's a preview again on, is that Friday night that the, the preview will start? So the preview will actually start next week. It'll be live if you check Tuesday morning. Okay. Um, that would be a good, good time to check. Yes. And then you'll be able to spend your time sort of browsing through all of this artwork and making your shopping list um, for that Saturday at 8 a.m. until Sunday at 10 p.m. 
Well, August 7th and 8th. Our next segment, we are running out of time for uh, this segment. Thank you so much for sharing mm-hmm. about uh, Powderhorn Park. And thank you. You're going to be my co-host for the rest of the show uh, as we yes. bring in artists and we bring in su- uh, supporters of the Powderhorn Park Art Fair. Uh, in our next segment, we'll be uh, having a, an emerging artist join us. And I'm looking forward to very much uh, interviewing Sri Chohan. So we'll be right back just after a few short announcements. that the art fair online is going to be providing. Hannah, welcome back. Hannah, I'm so glad you're with us, <laughs> although I don't think you're with us right now. Uh, I will ask my uh, my support production. Okay, good. Hannah, are you with me? Yes, can you hear me? I can now. We're having fun today. Okay, good. Our, 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 we're having some technical <laughs> challenges, but that's the fun of live radio, isn't it? Yes, yeah. All right, Hannah, we had a, a little long intro there, but I want to make sure that you have a chance to tell us about the Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association, of which you're the communications manager, and my, and you are my co-host today, and also the upcoming Powderhorn Art Fair um, and the innovation that you're going to be doing. Yes, so we are so excited this year to be celebrating our 30th anniversary of the Powderhorn Art Fair. Um, that is 30 years of connecting thousands of artists and hundreds of thousands of buyers together. And especially one thing that makes us really unique is that we are able to connect um, local community artists with buyers. So we've always really focused on that through our community showcase and getting folks involved from the Powderhorn Park neighborhood and surrounding area in South Minneapolis. So to get yes. uh, to to be able to see the art online, how would we do that? Um, so what you want to do is head over to PatterhornArtFair.com. There is several pieces, sort of like you know, you can see just a few pieces up right now. And then starting Tuesday, you'll be able to browse through over fifteen hundred pieces of artwork from over sixty artists that are going to be showing this year um, on. August 7th and 8th. So our store will actually open for you to purchase artwork on August 7th at 8 a.m. and it will close on August 8th at 10 p.m. So you want to make your plan to shop and then go over that weekend and support these local artists. Um, They've created throughout the pandemic and they've got such great work. I have this unique um, role in my job to be able to look at all the pieces as we put them on the website and it is going to be a fabulous show and it starts at what time it starts at 8 a.m on saturday 8 a.m on saturday yep <laughs> well terrific well we want to get shri on the line and i want to make sure is, is shri uh, available 
Yes, okay, I'm I, here. Oh, Shri, wonderful, wonderful. I did see you up on my board, so I wanted to make sure you're here. Shri is, well, first let me make the introduction. Um, Shri Chohan is a acrylic artist and is an emerging artist. Welcome, Shri. I'm so glad you're on the show today. Thank you for having me. So, Shri, this is your first art fair. Yes, it is. I I started making art in late 2018, and now I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in our last segment, we talked a little bit about the healing process of art and how um, art and activism and, and art uh, helps, uh, helps, helps us make meaning. Oh, and I think we, we hear Freya there. Uh, Give give Freya a hug yes. for me. I want to make sure we introduce Freya as well. Hannah has, sorry, has her little. Y'all. I have my kiddo here with me. I love it. Give give Freya, Freya needs a hug, and I want to give her a hug. Um, I know, right? <laughs> so we were talking about art making meaning. Um, tell us about your journey, Shri, in becoming an artist and claiming um, as as art as your vocation. So I. I used to live in Washington, D.C. and work on on policy. And in late 2018, I, I got pretty ill and we didn't know what was going on with me. And so I came back down to Florida um, to 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 start that healing process. And art became a touchstone for me. And I would paint every day. I started with watercolors um, and from that from that point, my friend Gina suggested, hey, do you want to try something bigger? Why don't you try acrylics? And so now I've I've really jumped into acrylics and that's that's what I'm working on. And as your art has progressed from something more probably, you know, an internal working out of ideas and feelings and and healing to where it is today. Tell us about that trajectory. Tell us how how your art has changed over time. So, I mean, I've jumped mediums, so that was that was a pretty big thing. Uh-huh. I um but beyond that, it is really about being able to find my voice and my style and I I my main focus has been I'm I'm really good at colors and expanding that into into a style where I do something called like drips. And so in my first collection that I, I released, which is going to be at the Powderhorn um, Art Fair, um, I, I have done this, this style that has an ombre to it. So mm-hmm. there's ombre and drips, and I'm really proud of what um, I've been able to do. <laughs> well, it's very bold. The colors are very bold. They are, they, they jump, they, they dance. Uh, it, it has a rhythm to it that I think is very alluring and um, engaging. And with that, you know, this this new, I think it's called Fresh Art, right? Your your Fresh Collection. Oh, yeah, it's the Fresh Collection. Fresh yes. Collection. You'll be, you'll be featuring it all. If folks want to take a look at that Fresh Connection, um, your, your website is Shreeniverse, which is S-H-R-E-E-N, and then you skip to N-I-V-E-R-E. S-E, Shreeniverse.com. Uh, and it, it, I highly recommend taking a look at it. If nothing else, in looking at it, I think it'll make you smile. Your, your art um, 
has a very emotional reaction to it, has a um, an uplifting sense to it. Yes, and honestly, I think that it's it's so nice to hear that that's what it communicates because painting is such a joyful experience for me. It is, it is as I as I said, healing. But but now it's it's about freedom and joy, and that's I, I'm really glad that that's translating. One of my favorites is your um, your print and your hills, um, which has this beautiful golden hue, but then there's this rich green that that supports it as well. And I've always loved the hills, and I think you've captured the sense of hills. Now, I, mountains are okay, but there's something about rolling hills that that I think are very warm and, and endearing. How, Thank you. How did you hear about Powderhorn Park uh, and the art fair? Was that something that you applied to, or how did you even hear about it? So I, you know, most most um, fairs and festivals require you to have pictures of your tent already ready uh-huh. and all of that. And since I am just starting on my art journey, I don't have any of that. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to have an online fair where I can feature my art. Um, and that was really the draw for me to be able to to feature my art in a way um, where I I can get to many different people um, via the online medium. And have you tell me about the process of you being informed that you know you're part of this and how that how has the whole process been for you in in you know stepping to the plate saying I'm an artist I'm going to apply I'm going to have my art out there how has that been the whole process of working with with the folks that organize it. Oh, it's been so wonderful. Honestly, the folks at Powderhorn are very professional, and um, I'm I'm obviously the the website isn't live until next week at eight a.m. But I've I've gotten to see the back end, and it just looks so beautiful. Um, the way that they've put together um, each of the artist pages, so I'm really excited for folks to be able to see that. Hannah. Uh- my yes, guess other yes. Guess. I was going to say, I'm looking for a good spot to jump in. Yes. Um, yeah, I'd, yes. Lo- I'd love to have you share about working with artists that are out of state. Yeah, so actually being virtual last year and this year has given us this really unique opportunity to engage more artists across the country um, who possibly couldn't come into, you know, Powderhorn Park neighborhood on that weekend for whatever reason. So that's been a really interesting and wonderful experience to sort of open up the show to all those folks. Um, And just one of the benefits of being virtual. So also, you know, we've gotten feedback from artists that maybe can't make it for other reasons, like they're a caretaker or something like that, you know, health issues that they can't show in person. So having a virtual component, you know, um, we're we're learning. It's actually a really great thing. Well, I'm going to encourage the audience to go to powderhornartfair.com, and you can check out the exhibitors by just going also to backslash exhibitors. Or when you get to the site, you can see that there's exhibitors. Take a look at the art. Um, and as Hannah has said earlier, Tuesday's a good day to start seeing more of the art come out. Uh, and then by next Saturday, yeah, get your wallets out, get your your PayPal, get your credit cards. Uh, make sure that you invest in art that makes that gives you joy or gives you a sense of um, 
connection to something bigger than yourself. And uh, I'm excited that AM950 is a proud supporter of the Powderhorn Art Fair. We'll be right back. We're going to keep talking with our, our artist friend uh, and our uh, Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association. Hannah Kamath is going to be uh, continuing as our host. And Sri Chohan will be sharing more about her art. So stay with us. We'll be right back after just a few commercials. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. I'm Lori Fitz, your host. I have Hannah Kamath, who is the Communications Manager for Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association, as my co-host today. We have Sri Chohan, who is an artist who is going to have her art be featured in the Powderhorn Art Fair. So welcome to you both. Hello, Lori. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for being with us today. <laughs> Hannah, give us a short recap about uh, how important the Powderhorn Art Fair is and how folks can connect online. Yes. So the Powderhorn Art Fair is online this upcoming weekend, August 7th and 8th. And you can shop with over 60 artists, over 1,500 pieces of artwork at powderhornartfair.com. So we are celebrating 30 years of connecting art and community, and definitely you don't want to miss the art that's going to be available from all of these fabulous artists from all over the nation and here locally in South Minneapolis and Powderhorn Park. And one of the great artists being featured is Sri Chohan, and Sri's down in Florida. She's joining us from the East Coast today. Welcome, Sri. <laughs> Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you. And, and in our last segment, you did such a lovely job uh, talking about how art is part of your healing and, and now it's part of your joy and it's part of what you're sharing with others. As you've been thinking about this, you know, upcoming art fair, your first, you're an upcoming um, new artist. Do you have a hope that you'd like to see have happen? What, what's your hope for the art fair and for, for your exhibit? Honestly, I I just hope that people, um, the people of Minneapolis and and around the country are able to to just view the the art that is available. Um, and if they're able to see my page, um, just the the feeling that I get when I'm I'm painting, right? The freedom, the joy that that is expressed to them as well. It's it. I mean, it would be lovely to have um, folks have those pieces in their homes, but even just being able to view it is, is a real, is a real honor. Coming from your career trajectory that was more in politics and policy, how do you feel now giving yourself to um, exploring your art and, and sharing it with the world? Well, you know, it's, it's been such an interesting journey for me because I, I actually started, studied film in college, right? So I've, I've had an interest in arts um, uh, from, from my young age, but I made the decision to, to go to D.C. and to explore the policy and um, politics, right? Um, and, and work on policy in, in D.C. And, and honestly, I, I lost some of that, that space to do create, creative things. And it's been so refreshing to be able to find that side of myself again. Mm -hmm. 
What's that been like? Tell me more. Um, well, honestly, it is just, and I have to say, one of the things, one of the things that's been that has allowed me to have this journey is the love and support of my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, without them, I would not be able to be doing this, this kind of exploration. Um, as I said before, I had gotten pretty sick when I was in DC and then I had to come down to Florida. And so I live with my parents now and that has given me the space and time to explore my creativity um, and really, and really grow as an artist. Have you, what have you found, has COVID been almost to support you in terms of being able to have more inner time and, and not be pulled in lots of different directions or has that been a challenge to, to pursue art during, during this difficult health pandemic? So for me, I think what was really interesting is that the year prior to COVID, I, I had had, you know, I was, I was in some ways stuck at home doing, working on, on my art anyway. And so in a way it's just been extension and being able to, use it as a, as a, as a, hmm, I'm trying to think of the word, but as a, not a venue, but Mm -hmm. something that, that I, as a touchstone for me to be able to turn to my art and, and find joy, even when, when things were falling, are still falling apart in, in the world. And not just as it relates to the the disease, but just um, the rising autocracy around the world. Was there a point where you had an aha moment that said to yourself, I am an artist and I am ready to bring my art um, to exhibits and, and have, um, and have the world know that I've claimed myself as an artist. Was there a moment that you knew you were an artist? So I, when I first started, you know, it was, it was just for me. And I think just the reaction that I got from my art, from my loved ones, where, where they're like, you should really, you should sell this stuff. This Uh is, this is good. Uh Um, which was very surprising to me because I'm not trained in, in formally in, in art. So I think it was it was that, and then I opened my online store last year, which was which made it real. When I started my Instagram uh-huh. and just put it out into the world, that was <laughs> that was pretty as well to intro- reintroduce myself um, to the world as an artist. If there are artists in their hearts out there that haven't claimed themselves as an artist. What advice would you give them? I would tell them to 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 go ahead and and take the leap because it is such a freeing thing to be able to go ahead and claim your art and and claim it as your own. I, and I would say I know a lot of people. The biggest part of of the work at times, and I think. Um, this is even for for established artists is the fear is getting over that fear and just jumping in and doing the work because um, it, it 
it is it is healing it is it is joyful it's it's such a wonderful experience to be able to make art and i would say a lot of people think of art as as a skill but you don't have to be good at art to do art right you right. just it's it's something that that is very human to make art for me art is about having that voice that you talked about earlier um, discovering that voice and and I do a lot of work with you know finding our voice and it's really finding our truth what truth do you feel that you're bringing out in your art what what have you discovered about your voice that's important I think um, one of the most difficult things in 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 the in being a human is 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 that self-love right mm-hmm. and so I think what I'm bringing out is the fact that I love myself and that I have that that joy, right? right? And love that's going out into the world with my art. Well, your art dances. It has joy. It has bright color. It is engaging. Um, I'm thrilled to have a chance to talk to you after having a chance to look at your art. It um, It's magical. So I encourage others uh, to take a look at Sri Chohan's beautiful artwork that will be featured in the Powderhorn Park Art Fair. And um, my friend, uh, Hannah, tell us a little bit about how folks can uh, access the art fair. They may have just tuned in uh, and what ways um, we can participate in the art fair next weekend. Yes. So what you want to do is mark your calendar for Saturday, August 7th at 8 a.m., and plan to shop the Powderhorn Art Fair until Sunday, August 8th at 10 p.m. And then this upcoming Tuesday, you can start browsing work by all of the artists and just taking it all in and reading through their bios, looking at all the pieces that will be for sale, sort of make your list. Um, And while you're there, you can read more about the work that PPNA does in the community and what the Powderhorn Art Fair helps us be able to do. What so that's I, powderhornartfair.com. And what I like to do when I buy art is, you know, and, and what the show is all about is that connection. Do I feel a connection to yeah. the art and how to bring that art into my home and into my life? And I can say that uh, our friend Shri does a beautiful job in bringing joy. So as you want yeah. to incorporate more joy into your life, consider that another bonus in being able to invest in art and support artists like Shri, as well as supporting the Powderhorn Park uh, neighborhood. Shri, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us about our, your art. And um, I'm thrilled that this is your first festival, and I hope that there will be many more. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, we'll look forward to our last segment where we're going to be having um, a terrific uh, one of the supporters join us for the Powderhorn Park Art Fair. And that's uh, Julie Guidry. And she does Upstream Arts. And we'll hear more about arts and disabilities. So stay with us. We'll be right back after some commercials. to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. 
I'm Lori Fitz, your host, and my co-host today is Hannah Kamath, who is the communications manager of the Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association. Welcome, Hannah. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Lori. You've been great. I appreciate all your support in telling the audience all about the Powderhorn Park Art Fair, and I'm going to let you do it again. All right. It is my pleasure. So we are celebrating 30 years of the Powderhorn Art Fair um, on August 7th and 8th, and it's a virtual show on PowderhornArtFair.com. We have over 60 artists that are from both locally, Powderhorn Park neighborhood, Minneapolis, as well as all across the country. And there are so many beautiful pieces for you to look through and purchase um, throughout that weekend on one website. So over 1,500 pieces. That's wonderful. And in our last segment here, we have one of the sponsors, um, the Upstream Arts, and I have Julie Guidry on the line. Julie. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Good morning, and I'm so thrilled to have you on our show. Uh, I understand that Upstream Arts uses the power of creative arts to activate and amplify the voice and choice of individuals with disabilities. That's right. That's right. Powerful work that we get to do daily with and alongside our disability community, and we are the proud neighbors of the um, Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association that is doing the art fair. So it's a pleasure to be here. I also want to make mention, I understand that this is um, very close to the ADA anniversary on July 26th, uh, mm-hmm. that's celebrating the progress made through the implementation of the Americans with Disability Act. That's true. That's true. We're just a couple of days beyond that uh, anniversary celebration with a lot more ahead of us to do, which is one of the reasons why I love what Powderhorn um, Art Fair is doing when you bring stuff online into the virtual space. I think some new innovation about how we access high quality arts um, and the individuals that make them um, makes it just a little bit uh, more close if being out and in the community is not something that you're able to do on any given day. So it's a great new way to be able to interact, I think, with some pretty incredible artists. Um, that's been a part of a 30-year anniversary celebration for the, the uh, art fair. It's pretty impressive stuff. Well, in our last segment, we had an artist, um, emerging artist, who just um, declared herself an artist and has brought her beautiful work. Um, and she's in Florida. And I understand y- you are very supportive of the local area and local ar- artists and that key aspect of the Powderhorn Art Fair. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think our capacity to be able to really dig in and focus on what is local and in our neighborhood, I think is as important as how we support and look to our arts community that is, um, you know, maybe a little bit further afield out of the metro area across Mm -hmm. the nation even. So, but our disability community um, is here in the Twin Cities metro and we are moving beyond thanks to being able to move online. But really, I think uh, leveraging a creative practice Um, that artists do every single day and develop a practice of um, being with and alongside members in our community to advocate for ourselves, to create, to innovate. Um, You know, we're telling our stories. And I think artists know that best, as evidenced by, I think, some of the amazing um, pieces that are available um, next weekend for the art fair. Is there one particular story that that you can share with us about an artist that has um, made an impact in your life that um, gave you a sense of uh, meaning and and hope or healing or or whatever it was that you really connected with that piece? Tell us a little bit about that. 
Sure. You know, the, the work of Upstream Arts began within my own family. Uh-huh. Um, my husband is an artist and uh-huh. um, we have a kid who has some pretty significant cognitive and developmental delays and doesn't use words to communicate, but is always, always communicating. And there was a moment as my husband, who was a dancer for a long time and is an actor, where he would have our kid um, in the dance studio with him. And at some point, our child started to mirror what my husband was doing um, oh. while he danced across the stage. How wonderful. And as they created that dance and movement, they developed a communication. And I think um, inspiration, maybe, but I think connection, absolutely. Um, and that that every single day, I think, pushes us to think about how we connect and communicate in all the ways that I think artists know how to do very well through um, our arts and through a practice of being in community. Tell me about the various mediums that you support through your work. Sure. So we are an interdisciplinary arts organization. So visual arts, poetry, dance, music, and theater. And as we facilitate our classes, um, usually in classrooms with um, students in a K-12 educational environment or adults um, in an adult day program environment, what we're looking to do is intersect all of those artistic disciplines Um, So we develop a practice of of socially successfully being in community with one another. So it's as much about the process and much a little bit about the product. But in our work, we're really looking at how do we leverage uh, dance to tell somebody how we're feeling? How do we create um, a visual arts piece to express what it is that we want people to know about us? It's about that storytelling that I think we're all doing on a daily basis. and uh, Our organization uses the mediums of art to do that. I had asked the artist in the last segment about a hope that she may have. And you've shared a little bit about your hope and what you've just said. Is there a, a special hope that you have for this upcoming art fair um, that you'd like to share with us that you're, you're hoping in, in partnership will achieve? Mm, well... Personally, and I think professionally running an arts organization, I I just feel like there is never a lost opportunity um, or uh, a bad investment when we invest in the arts and the people that create and make the art. Um, They are the storytellers of our communities, and we have to continue to make sure we're listening with with our eyes and with our Uh, ears and with our heart and with our hands um, and investing um, in our artistic community, I think, is one of the best ways that we can ensure that the stories of today um, will last on, not just in our homes, but in our hearts going forward. I I truly hope that people really um, look to those artists and recognize the value of what it means by by supporting the work and investing in, in that. It's a hope that we continue to see that on a daily basis, that it is a value. It tells our stories, the arts does. So well said, and I'm going to let you have the last word on that, Julie. Very beautiful and very moving. For folks who are looking to buy the art that Julie has suggested, you can go to powderhornartfair.com, and it starts next week. It can start 8 o'clock on Saturday morning, August 7th, and it's going to run through 10 o'clock on Sunday night, August 8th. Uh, invest in art, invest in community, invest in connection, um, because it will make the world a better place. Thank you so much to both of you for being part of our show today and promoting um, the Powderhorn Art Fair, uh, a truly wonderful experience.